<laughs> Hello guys and welcome back to my fanfic reading. We're gonna be taking a little break from his siren song and do this little one that that might be cute and short. So if you're ready, join us for a villain Deku story. It's called The Price of Success by the Hooligan P, available on AO3. The day had been gloomier than expected. Gray clouds matching Wyan's gray jacket suit jacket. White blouse and black cigarette pants. She tried hard not to rub her face or create any unnecessary smudges of eyeliner around her cheeks. The blue light of a laptop keeps covering her eyes up. It had been around half an hour since she became able to do her own work and not running around assisting her crew. Though today had felt more hectic than she had expected, the deadlines were coming and two full days of drizzle and dark gray clouds had her feeling more exhausted than usual. Wyatt typed away, compiling the expected rate of growth and adjusting for the factors such as promotions and digital marketing specials and their potential effects. A ping accompanied with a message box appeared on her screen. New meeting requested today at 4 p.m. Curiously and annoyed, she clicked on the little red box, letting it open. New meeting requested today at 4 p.m. through 6 p.m. YN, Assistant Head of Financial Department, and Mr. Izuku, CEO and Chairman. Accept or decline. Her mouse hovered over the accept button, unsure why he requested such a last minute meeting. Wine paused, hands crossed, looking at the screen as if it would give her all the answers to the questions in her mind. Why is it just the two of us? And why isn't the financial head Mr. Tomaki in this meeting? <laughs> nah, they couldn't be trying to fire me. Wyan tried her hardest not to let the thoughts of the impromptu meeting affect her workflow. She pushed through, letting herself focus on the task at hand. Yet, after an hour, her eyelids began to feel heavy. Looking at the clock, only two and a half hours left before the meeting. She decided some coffee was definitely needed. Refusing to put on shoes, Wyan slid out of her office and sped walk all the way to the back room, where she knew was always empty. It was quite a part of the sixth floor that hadn't yet been renovated, so many people felt creeped out by it, but not her. Here is where she always felt solace, since she wasn't really allowed to close her office door. Reaching the cabinets, she took out her own selection of coffee, choosing to go with the macchiato blend. The coffee painfully dripped down, letting her head wander on her upcoming meeting. Luckily enough, she never really had to personally deal with Mr. Izuku, but the story she was heard were telling. As it went, he was a very cutthroat individual, not one for idle chat. Many had left his office in tears, or never even truly coming back again, and if they did, they did not speak of their encounters. That and the reputation of being quite the playboy. <sighs> Correction, fuck it, more of a man whore than anything. Last time Wyan went to his office, she was greeted by the sight of a model sitting ever so lavishly on his desk. 
He hadn't bothered looking away from the model, just sat on his hand expectantly waiting for the paperwork. The man hadn't even had the basic decency to say hello. She couldn't get the sight of his bright green eyes skimming her body and eventually rolling his eyes as if he was so disinterested and disappointed by the mere sight of Wyatt's presence. That and the snarky little giggle that came from the tall blonde as she pursed her matte red lips into an irritating little smile. That's when Wyatt had finally decided to set an email-only system and would refuse to directly hand him anything ever again. She has passed the last two years blissfully far away from him, but of course she still enjoyed the gossip that came her way. The coffee machine beeped and with her familiar routine, she added her caramel flavoring and creamer. She walked back, sipping slowly. Oh my god, did you hear? Suyu said in a half whisper, half yell, her arm wrapped around Ryan's. No, what happened? Ryan stopped, walking to concentrate on Suyu, her black doe eyes gleaming with excitement. Come, come, she said. Gently shoving Wyan into her office, Wyan sat in the guest chair as Suyu opened her cabinets, picking out snacks and throwing them into Wyan's lap. Okay, so tell me. Oh my god, uh, you're not going to believe me, but I heard a Momo, a madman, that Mr. Izuku is going to fire your boss, Tamaki. Wyan's jaw dropped. Letting the pocky stick fall onto the floor and quickly she picked it up and threw it into the trash can. Wait, Momo from Adamant, the pretty one who's always dressed head to toe in designer? Yeah, apparently she married a rich guy. And you know this, how? Well, remember when I invited you to go to the bar with me and you had some creepy Tinder date instead? Yeah. Well, when I was there, and she called me over and asked me if I wanted a drink, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to turn down a free drink. But anyway, I digress. Tamaki is fired, or is going to be soon. No. Wyan shook her head. Nope, 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 nope. I refuse to believe that at all. Well, you can refuse all you want, but I heard it this morning when I bumped into her in the bathroom. Nope, Wyan said to bring a coffee. Why? So you tucked her hair behind Something her ear. about Tamaki being spineless? That's not fair. I can't. Yeah, Tamaki's a little shy, but he always does what needs to be done. Wyan immediately thought about Mr. Tamaki. How handsome of a man he was, even in his late 30s. Very reserved and demure, but could write a report and pull information like no other. He wasn't a harsh boss. In fact, he was really chill and always took care of everyone and made sure that everybody understood what was going on. He was one of the reasons she had stayed at this job for so long. Wait, you didn't let me finish. Apparently, after the debacle, Tamaki called his boyfriend medial and apparently it went down. Down how? Apparently, apparently, there was a whole screaming match between Muriel and Mr. Izuku where Muriel called him a stuck up asshole with a god complex. No. Yes. Oh, God. Wait. 
Does that mean Tamaki quit? No, have you seen him today? No, he left early yesterday. Why is Cream connecting the dots? So you gasped. Oh girl, I'm sorry. She said with a slight that sigh. Means you're next in life with the position. Oh no. <gasps> Yikes. I'm glad I'm not you. Bitch, really? Really, really. Oh, Fuck me. Wine said, placing the pockets in her pocket and opening the front door to leave. Once in her office, she sat back, feet high on the desk. Ugh, maybe I should just quit. I do have some savings, like three months worth. It was my last paycheck, it's a PTO, maybe some sick day payouts. I could possibly such things out to like four months if I try. I just hate leaving a job without anything secured. What if it's hard for me to find a new job? I can't go back to I can't go back to living in my mom's house. I'm almost 35, and the last thing I need is my mom trying to pick me out for marriage. I am not that desperate. Bucket indeed and LinkedIn it is. Wyatt took her time rushing out applications, hoping someone would hit her up by the same day. But after taking a forced lunch, courtesy of Rizuku, it was nearly time. She decided to play it by ear, and if she began acting like a dick, she was going to walk out of the meeting with her head held high. Wyan walked into the empty meeting room, turning the lights on and taking a seat inside. Time ticked back slowly until 4pm hit, and still there was nothing. Wyan rolled around her seat impatiently as 4.10 hit. Then... 4.30. Tired of waiting, she got on a phone and decided to take another look through her Tinder. She swiped left, mindlessly bored of the local selection. Diligently searching, I see. A voice came from behind. It shot Wyan, throwing her phone. It slammed against the conference table. Embarrassed, she picked up her phone, placing it in her jacket pocket. My apologies, she said, turning to see the man taking the head seat. Don't worry about it, doll. Mr. Izuku said with a half-cocked smile. Wyan swallowed the lump at her throat. The last time she had seen him was to the shade of a model. This time, he was all alone, and she couldn't help but to realize how strikingly handsome he was. She wouldn't even dare say cute if no one could hear her. Bright green eyes with a hint of smudge eyeliner at their corners. Dark under eyes offset with a light dusting of freckles along his nose and cheeks. Thin angular brows dyed to match the black green hair that did little to hide the piercings that went from the top of his ears down to his gauges. The softer features of his nose and lips were so cute, which was indeed surprising considering the renowned asshole that he was. A long sleeve, mock neck shirt left no doubt that he was a well-built man, even for someone pushing 40s. Mr. Izuku placed his elbows on the table, head falling onto his scarred hands, as if he couldn't be bothered to act as if he cared. Wyan sat in silence, waiting for him to say anything. His eyes narrowed, but Wyan refused to speak. Moments went by in a hostile silence, where neither of them wanted to break first. Hostile work environments weren't Wyatt's specialty, 
but that doesn't mean she wouldn't match anything given to her. Her 5 p.m. alarm went off and she slowly turned her phone and clicked off the alarm. Knowing it was time to leave, as Mr. Izuku had not bothered to speak, she took the liberty of grabbing her bag and she stood, pushing the chair into the table. Did I dismiss you? Do I look like a child that needs dismissing? Wine quipped. No. Wyan looked under her nose to see a slim smile on his dead eyes. But you leave when I say. False. I leave with my contracted hours. Anything over those allotted hours is overtime. And I think you should at least know the basics of workers' laws. Is this how you talk to your CEO? That's how I talk to anyone who believes for a single moment that they can disrespect me. He said, backing off. Well noted. Please, have a seat and keep yourself clocked in. We have important things to discuss. She exhaled through her nose, her jaw already tight with annoyance, but she took her seat. You know, for someone who worked directly under Mr. Tamaki, I never saw much of you. Is there a reason for that? Yeah, because I don't fucking like you, you fucking man whore. Wine screamed internally, but she kept her mouth shut and shrugged. I'm usually very preoccupied with my work. You wouldn't be trying to avoid me now, would you? Of course not, she lied gracefully. That's wonderful. Because we've seen a lot more of each other. He slid the back folder and Wyatt snatched it open. She held her composer, not trying to react as she read the forms provided. So he was right. They were trying to offer her Tamaki's position. But the pay was so good, it put her over the 70k bracket into the hundreds of thousands. And now, this was hard to turn down. I didn't say I accepted this position. That's true. Mr. Izuku crossed his fingers and rested his chin over them. What else is there to negotiate? My benefits and who would take over my position. I have someone I would much prefer. After deliberation, YM was able to get Sui as her assistant and add Fridays as a remote workday. One thing I forgot to mention, you won't be in Tamaki's office. You'll be right across from me, so feel free to move your stuff in today. Wait, what's wrong with Tamaki's office? Nothing. I just want you to not feel isolated or so far, far away from me. Oh, trust me, that's not an issue. <laughs> Of course it is. You are a new manager and will require supervision. And how lovely for you that I'm generously willing to provide much needed guidance. Wyatt knew there was no way out of this. And one way or another, they were going to spend a lot of time together. Wyan finalized the agreements and went to an old office, packing all her little knickknacks, laptops, and desk accessories into a box. 
carrying them on her shoulder as she waded her way up to the last floor. She walked around trying to find her new office when she heard a familiar snarky voice of Mr. Azuku. Yeah, she's a bit of a plain Jane. A bit of an eyesore, really, but she is next in line. Why quieted, honing in her ears. Or we can just hire somebody else. A man in monotone voice responded. Yeah, but she already knows a lot of the work and it's convenient for us not to train somebody completely now. Who knows, maybe within a salary position she'll invest some, you know, good money into her looks. She does have potential with those very sexy thighs and that perky ass of hers. Wyan rolled her eyes. It was nice to know what he really thought, even though she didn't need the plain Jane comment. Midoriya, you shouldn't be talking about her like that. It could be an HR issue or God forbid get another angry boyfriend to come kick your ass. The monotone man responded, finally someone with some brains. Oh please, that girl is single and that worst Paul was some weak ass man. Sheesh. You should have heard her with a little attitude. Made me want to shove mine. Wyan began to walk again, rattling her box, signaling that somebody was approaching. That's when they both fell silent and she recognized the monotone man as Chairman Todoroki. Though she was just beginning, she already felt exhausted with a pair of idiots she knew she was going to spend more time with. Yan managed to settle in her new role quite quickly and regardless of Mr. Izuku's threats, he really wasn't around too much, especially since she decided that if her fashion sense was such an issue, it was time to ramp up the crazy and began to look into extremely covering clothing. Changing her whole wardrobe to wear nothing but black shirts that covered her from the neck to her wrist and wide loose pants and if he seemed to know it before. He looked at her with utter disdain now, something that she personally reveled in. She didn't think much about it, but had noticed that her office had become hotter and hotter every day, which was surprising since it was still the beginning of April and the temperatures had not risen past 60s yet. Finally tired of the heat exhaustion, wearing out her little fan, she stopped one of the janitors to ask help, only to be told that her office thermostat was controlled by the one and only Izuku. Tired of the heat and three unanswered messages by her oh so wonderful boss, she was left with no choice but to knock on his door. Wyan resisted the urge to slam the door open. Oh, Miss Wyan. Why do I have the pleasure of helping you with today? His grin was so wide it made her want to slap his face off. Well, I have noticed it's been a little warm lately. Is there a reason why? Oh, is it? I haven't noticed. He said with an annoying shrug. Yes, it is. And if you wouldn't mind lowering the temperature, thanks. Actually, I do want it. 
sing and missing the tropical heat. So I thought I would recreate it here. You wouldn't have a problem with that? Actually, I do. I can't concentrate on my work while sweating. Might I suggest wearing more temperature-appropriate clothing? As many people say, the cold isn't good for your organs anyways. I'm thinking about your health. Why I knew this conversation wasn't going to get her anywhere anytime soon. And she turned and left. Bye-bye. Later on that night, Wyan inviting Susui over for a little girl's night. Ugh, you don't understand how much I hate his smug face. Wyan yelled while swinging back a glass of wine. Sheesh, he's so fucking with you. Bitch, you're telling me I'm so tired of him. Just bring some extra fans to work. You're not understanding. It's the principle of the Forget matter. Forget him. How are the Tinder date going? Ugh, just trash. Oh? Why not create a new profile if you're just not hitting it? Here, why instead passing her the phone? I'm just gonna get us some more snacks. By the time Wyan had returned, a new profile pic was added and so was a new caption. Don't freak out. But I'm going to search for you and see if I can get you a good match. Whatever, girl, Wyan said, scrolling through the last movies on Tubi. Finally puts on a movie. <gasps> What's happening? Why are you screaming? Look at the profile. Look at the fucking profile! Sorry, Zen, almost slamming her phone into Wyan's face. Wyan turned her face to the right, her nose swiping against the phone as she backs away. A new profile popped up. Ew, he's ugly. Wyan said, confused, and while she was looking at some 40 year old man holding up a fish. What are you talking about? So you took out the phone. No, not this guy, the one before this. Oh, wait, I think you like his profile. Who are you talking about? Mr. Izuku, dummy. Wait, your messages is opened. No. YN yelled, slamming the palm of her hand to her face. Soon got closer, clicking on the picture, only to be face to face with a black and white photo of Mr. Izuku with a half button shirt. Wyan watched in horror as Suyu scrolled through the available pictures and then a message popped up. I knew you couldn't resist me. Are you fucking with me right now? You've gotta be fucking with me right now because that, this can't be real. Wyan blew up at her own phone as if it was spawned back. Well, this is awkward. This is all your fault. And now this motherfucker's ego is about to expand like a fucking balloon. It's not my fault. Why did you move your head to the right? What could I do? Why did you move to the left? Why did you put my phone to my face? Who the fuck put someone's phone two centimeters from their freaking eyeballs? 
okay, my bad. Just tell him it was an accident. I... So you, you're gonna have to fix this. Okay, okay. She tapped in silence as messages popped back and forth. Why and left to choose another drink. Um, so I think I just made things worse. But on the bright side, you now know his address. See, so what the hell did you do? How, how does one fuck up this bad? Well, I tried to explain to him my was mistake, but he didn't believe you. And he said that, you know, he knows you've been eyeing him and there was no need to be shy. And you can either get the D at any time. In fact, he knows you, you want to. So if you want, you can either come to your address or you can go to his address. And yeah. No, he's not coming to my house. <laughs> no. Well, either you go to him or he comes to you, but someone's going somewhere. Okay, here's what we're going to do. You're going to drive me to his house because fuck you. This is all your fault and I cannot believe you put me in a situation. Okay, fine. I'll drive. It didn't take long for Wyatt to find a way to his luxurious apartment where the bellhop was waiting for her. She clicked the last elevator button, rage filling her mind. Of course this happens to me. I can never just chill out. You know, things always have to go stupidly wrong just stupidly wrong i'm not you know i think i'm stupid but if he thinks he's gonna get a fucking lick out of me he is so fucking wrong the elevator stops and opens and she finds her way to the apartment angry banging on the door In no time it opens, and before she even opens her mouth, he grabs her by her arm and pulls her into her apartment. He moved to catch her lips through rough kisses, and he pressed hard against Wyatt's, the teeth almost crashing. Mr. Zuku pulls on her tighter, his grip causing her pain in her arms. Her tongues clashed, and his mouth slanted across hers and though, as though he was devouring her. He released her arms only to pull his hand back to cup her breast, roughly squeezing them through the black t-shirt while he rolled up his pelvis against her, the evidence of his, of his arousal obvious. Wyan shoved him back, pressing the back of her hand to her lips and wiping the kiss away. What's the matter, doll? Never been kissed by a real man. She was gonna wipe that smirk off his face. It was the last thing she did. No, I came here to tell you to fuck off. <laughs> Fine by me. I was planning to do that with you anyways, doll. Now come, dear master. He reached out for her and she pushed back further into the wall. Oh, is my little dolly scared? No, I just said I'm not interested. Is that so dull? Well then leave. Get out. I don't want you. You're very easily replaceable. Wyan's jaw dropped in shock. You! She stepped closer to him, fury cursing through her blood like fire. You hurt me. 
leave. He repeated. <laughs> Before she could stop herself, Wyan's hand crashed with his cheek. You know, I was going to let you walk away. I even went far enough to leave you the door unlocked. <laughs> he laughed, his freckles cheek lifting. I know you're going to have to work hard for me. If not, I'm going to call the police on you. What the hell are you talking about? Mr. Zuko put on an innocent face. Oh, poor me. Just minding my own business. When my employee comes to seduce me, barges into my door with the pretense of a sexual relationship only to physically assault me. That's not how that happened. Her head cooled quickly. Yes, she had money saved up, but not enough to fight a huge legal battle with top lawyers. But I can cut you a deal. You can make it up to me. And this stays silent. Why bit her lip? She looked back and forth between a figurative and literal wall. On the bright side, she would be able to figure out if he was any good or not. And if he was bad, as she had thought, she would be able to spread their story and ruin his reputation. Tick tock doll. Fine. Fine, but just one night. <laughs> Don't be ashamed to come begging for more. But for now, come seduce me. Slowly she took off her t-shirt, letting it fall to the ground. Wyatt's hands gripped on his hair, yanking his head back so she can bite at his throat, and her tongue slid over his Adam's apple. He tilted, resting his hand on her waist, and he slid his other hand up her shirt while exploring her collarbone and tongue. She bit down and he hissed, retaliated by ripping the cup of her bra off her breast and pinching the exposed nipples. Gasping the sensation of almost pain, she brought his mouth back to hers and forcefully began removing his button down. She ripped at it, tearing the fabric and letting the loose buttons fall onto the floor. She smirked at him in return before running a tongue across his chest. He let go of her breast, reaching into his back pocket, pulling out a switchblade. Oh my, my doll. We aren't scared, are we? You're so cute when you're scared. I'm not scared of you. Her body heating. 
We both know that's not quite true now. He caressed her face with the blade sharp pointed tip, leaving a white scratch line behind. The blade was now pressed against her lips. Terrified but curious, she opened her mouth and biting on the blade. Oh, I knew you'd make the perfect doll for me. So eager to learn. You'd be the perfect doll for your master, won't you? He waited for an answer that she didn't plan on giving. He placed his hand around her neck. Guess I'll have to force you to be a good girl. She shaved at her hips in discomfort, waiting for her punishment. He pulls his hand away from Wyan in favor of unbuttoning his jeans and slipping them down along with his boxers just enough to expose his. He reached forward and slides down her pants. Gracefully, she steps out of them and she looked around her hands putting him around her underwear when his knife slices through both sides. It falls to the floor, leaving herself exposed. With a hand, he pulls her in, his sliding between her wet folds, expertly rubbing his thumb against her clit and she moans. They grew louder and louder, her hips thrusting against his hand, and just before she could finish, his hand pulled away, leaving her a whimpering mess. Of why? Because, doll, you like that so much, wouldn't you? And this is not a treat. It's your punishment. So thank you guys for joining me. I thought it was a fun little break from the chapter stories. I've been reading too much of them lately and sometimes I need to walk away. So I hope you enjoyed it and join me again the next time. Bye!